Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. Richard Lane with you here on Friday, November the 11th. This week, pneumonia ahead of World Pneumonia Day tomorrow, Saturday, November the 12th. And our main focus this week is on a systematic review and meta-analysis by academics at the University of Edinburgh in the UK who provide for the first time a global estimate of the toll from influenza among the paediatric community, children aged 5 years and under. Not just the total amount of influenza worldwide, but importantly, the proportion of influenza that results in pneumonia complications affecting the five years and under age group. Earlier, I spoke to one of the authors of that study, Dr. Harish Nair. Dr. Nair, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. Your study it aims to estimate the global burden of influenza and influenza-associated respiratory tract infection, but among young children, children under five years of age. Why is it important to know this? Acute low respiratory infections, and that includes pneumonia and bronchiolitis, are a leading cause of morbidity and mortality in under five children. It is estimated that globally every year, around 156 million new cases of acute low respiratory infections occur in children and result in around 1.6 million deaths in this age group. Current published etiology-specific estimates of pneumonia morbidity and mortality explain only just over a third of the pneumonia morbidity pie and about two-thirds of the pneumonia mortality pie. It has now been acknowledged for a while that seasonal influenza is a common pathogen causing considerable morbidity and mortality in young children and the elderly. But there are no estimates of the global burden of disease due to seasonal influenza-associated respiratory infections in children or, for that matter, in any age group. This question of baseline burden of seasonal influenza became all the more important during the 2009 influenza pandemic. Therefore, following on from our work on estimating the RSV, that is the respiratory syncytial virus-associated ALRI burden in children, we set out to estimate the burden of disease due to influenza-associated respiratory infections in under five children, both globally and across the six WHO regions. Now, influenza is a vaccine-preventable disease. Therefore, disease burden estimates for influenza will inform vaccination policies, both at a global level and at national levels. Tell us, how did you go about doing this study? It's a big task you've got here, a global estimate here. How did you go about doing it? And do mention the fact that you, you actually put together a consortium, didn't you, to actually gather intelligence in this field? And you have also, importantly, used data from unpublished reports. We recognise that uh, with, the, with the substantial number of population-based studies on influenza-associated pneumonia from developing countries have taken place in the last decade, most of it after 2005, and therefore much of the data from this region are still unpublished. So Harry Campbell, who is a senior author on this paper, and I pulled together an international consortium of researchers working on pediatric influenza, primarily in developing countries, and formed an influenza study group. This included 47 researchers in 29 centers across 14 countries. We performed a systematic review of all literature published since 19, January 1995 through October 2010 and supplemented these with unpublished data available with this group. We included studies which had data on the denominator population at risk where the diagnosis of influenza was confirmed by a laboratory diagnostic test and the study duration was at least one year. We then formulated and agreed upon some common case definitions and analyzed all data against these definitions. Just to give you a bit of detail regarding our case definitions, we considered any child with cough or difficulty breathing with fast breathing for age in who influenza uh, virus was identified using a valid diagnostic test 
to be having influenza-associated acute low respiratory infection or influenza-associated ALRI. If, in addition to these, the child had a lower chest wall in drawing and or required hospitalization for a respiratory infection and was influenza-positive, we deemed that such a child was having influenza-associated severe ALRI. Now, a lot of influenza illness is at the milder end of the spectrum and what is termed as influenza-like illness. Now, ILI is a clinical definition and is not lab-confirmed. So, we had a third category, that's of influenza episodes, which would include the entire spectrum of respiratory infections from influenza, that is, influenza-positive ILIs, influenza-positive uh, ALRI, and influenza-positive severe ALRI. Since influenza is a seasonal disease, we needed to define the influenza season, and this was all the more important for our mortality estimates. So for a given site, we define influenza season as any month of a year in which at least 10 samples were analyzed and influenza virus was detected in more than 5% of the specimens. Do go on and well, tell us how many studies were suitable from, from the trawl of the data that you did and, and do summarize, importantly, the key results. Obviously, people should refer to the paper itself for, for the specifics, but give us the top-line findings as well. As you rightly pointed out, this is a systematic review and meta-analysis. Our initial hits on the, when we did the database search was about 1,625 records. Uh, from those um, and from the unpublished data, we identified 43 studies in total which uh, had data for around 8 million children, and these studies reported incidence rates and satisfied our strict eligibility criteria. Of these, uh, 27 were published and 16 were unpublished. Uh, we identified 20 studies which reported hospital-based gate fatality ratio data. Of these, 12 were published and 8 were unpublished. Now, as far as the key findings are concerned, we estimate that in 2008, approximately 90 million new cases of influenza episodes, that is, across the severity spectrum, 20 million new cases of influenza-associated acute low respiratory infections, and 1 million cases of influenza associated severe acute low respiratory infections occur globally. This translates to roughly 13% of all pediatric pneumonia cases and 7% of all pediatric severe pneumonia cases being attributable to influenza. The burden is highest in the first year of life and decreases with age in under five children. The burden is disproportionately higher in developing countries with approximately 95% of the burden being in resource-limited settings. We also estimated that um, 28,000 to um, 111,000 pneumonia deaths in under five children could be attributable to influenza. This translates to roughly 2 to 7% of all pediatric pneumonia deaths being associated with influenza. Again, 99% of the mortality occurs in developing countries. We found that there was a wide variation in the incidence and mortality from year to year, depending upon the uh, circulating type or subtype of the virus at any given site. Yes, I was just about to ask you that, actually. The figure that jumps out at me are the mortality data, but specifically the range there, 28,000 to 111,000. I mean, that's nearly a quadrupling from the low estimate to the top estimate. Why is that range so poor? Because of the reasons you just mentioned about the nature of influenza being seasonal and the fact that it can have such a different impact from year to year. Yeah, that explains one part of the problem. There are other reasons why you have this considerable uncertainty surrounding the mortality data. The mortality data related to influenza are scarce and often of poor quality. We have two sources of mortality data. One is hospital-based case fatality data and other is from verbal autopsy uh, of deaths in the community. So hospital-based 
Data on case fatality show that mortality is 17-fold higher in developing countries compared to the industrialized countries. Previous studies have shown that 50 to 90% of all pneumonia deaths in under five children in developing countries occur outside a health facility. Thus, we recognized that any estimate based on hospital-based CFR alone would grossly underestimate the mortality. For uh, data on verbal autopsy-confirmed pneumonia deaths, the challenge was to find sites that had such data for at least a three-year period, and they should also be having data on influenza isolation by month for the same period. We decided that if we have such data, and if we can clearly define an influenza season, then all the excess mortality during an influenza season could be attributable to influenza. This would give us the likely upper bound of um, influenza-associated ALRI mortality. We say this is an upper bound as this is unlikely to be true since uh, influenza virus has a shared seasonality with other respiratory viruses like the RSV and the human metanumovirus. Fortunately for us, the data from Balabgar in Haryana in India upon which the upper bound estimates are based uh, demonstrated that over there um, in the three-year period under study, RSV was not circulating during the influenza season. So the boundaries for influenza mortality are based on different methodologies and therefore you have this wide range in mortality estimates. Nevertheless, we think that these estimates are plausible and are consistent with what is known about pneumonia mortality in developing countries. And finally, let's talk about conclusions and implications from this research. To me, as a non-expert, the, the main finding seems to be, yes, this important quantification, this global estimate of both mortality and also incidence, and the effect that influenza has on pneumonia, because clearly we know that pneumonia is a massive killer of young people in developing countries. The message I'm getting is that influenza, which should be preventable because it's vaccine-preventable disease, is exerting a toll on pneumonia and therefore mortality. So the policy implication is preventing the influenza in the first place. Yeah, that's right. So this is the first study which provides the estimates of um, disease burden due to influenza-associated pneumonia in children under the age of five years. Um, and it shows that um, influenza is the second most common pathogen identified in children with pneumonia in this age group. Even though the mortality estimates are very crude, the incidence estimates we have are pretty robust. One thing this study shows clearly is that influenza disease burden is highest in infants. It's a big problem. Influenza is as much of a problem in the tropics as in the temperate regions. So we think that this study will help resource-limited countries in informing their vaccination policies. More importantly, the study highlights gaps in data, especially in mortality data. We hope that this study will provide necessary impetus to countries to improve their influenza surveillance systems and consider undertaking disease burden assessments using standardized case definitions, study protocols, and reporting formats, which will ensure greater comparability of data across countries and regions. And we think that until the widespread implementation of an effective influenza vaccine, countries should consider putting in place other prevention strategies and ensuring availability of antibiotics and oxygen therapy at all health facilities down to the lowest level so that the influenza disease burden can be reduced. Many thanks indeed, Dr. Harish Nair, on the line from the University of Edinburgh in the UK. It's a fascinating and, and clearly very important study. In the meantime, many thanks indeed for talking to The Lancet. Many thanks, Richard. It's been my pleasure. And do look out for the comment alongside this research article. It's authored by Maria Zambon from the UK Health Protection Agency in London. 
And also on the pneumonia theme, we publish online on Friday, November the 11th, a research article from Pakistan. This highlights the potential importance of female health workers in distributing amoxicillin in Pakistan, which could greatly reduce the burden of pneumonia in that country. Well, that's all for this week. Many thanks indeed for listening. See you next time.